Welcome to Heirloom Radio, a different kind of oldies program that celebrates the tremendous talent of the thousands of people who provided news and entertainment to listeners through the only form of immediate mass media available in their homes during the American Golden Age of Radio, roughly from 1930 through the 1940s. This podcast originates from the seacoast of New Hampshire, and I am your host, John Lovering, thanking you for listening. Now let's turn back the clock and introduce the rebroadcast of this track's featured program. We haven't visited Baby Snooks and Daddy, a.k.a. Lancelot Higgins, in quite a while. And the title of this Baby Snooks skit is April Fools. Yeah, well, we're a little late on that as well. Or early, depending upon when you're listening to the track. Our stars are Fanny Bryce as Baby Snooks and Hanley Stafford as her daddy. This skit was originally heard as part of the Maxwell House Coffee Time show, and it aired on April 4th, 1940. Even they were a little late, right? Fanny Bryce was 49 years old when she played the role of Baby Snooks. She was a comedian, a model, a singer, and a theater and film actress who made many stage, radio, and film appearances in a very short life of just 59 years. As a side note, she was portrayed by Barbara Streisand in the film Funny Girl. Fanny Bryce died of a cerebral hemorrhage on uh, May 29, 1951. And as I said, she was just 59 years old. So here's the Baby Snook skit entitled April Fools. This is Heirloom Radio, and I thank you for listening. Daddy, played by Hanley Stafford, has received an enormous bill from the telephone company, including a charge of $12 for a long-distance call, which completely mystifies him. As the scene opens, we find him on the phone talking to the company's business manager. Listen. Well, look here. Uh, uh, what did you say your name was? Barley. T.P. Barley. Oh, yes. Well, Mr. Barley, I'm quite sure there's been a mistake about this call for $12. Neither I nor my wife made any long-distance calls this month. I see. Uh, Mr. Higgins, I'd like to check this with the charge operator. You might have to call you back. Okay. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Broken down phone company. Plenty of nerve putting a charge like that on my bill. <laughs> Hi, Daddy. Oh, hello, Snooks. Did you mail my letter? Mm-hmm. Here's a two-cent stamp. I told you to buy a stamp with that money. I didn't need no stamp. What do you mean? I sneaked the letter in the box when nobody was looking. <laughs> oh, Snooks. No good? Why, of course not. I don't want people to think I'm a cheapskate for a measly two cents. Why? Because I'm not a cheapskate. Ain't you? No. Then give me the two cents. Oh, all right. Now run along and let me figure... Hello? Mr. Higgins, this is Mr. Barley again. Oh, yes? I'm sorry, but that call was made from your house on April 1st. It was a party-to-party call to New York. New York? That's right. I've talked to the operator who handled the call, and she says it sounded like a child. Uh Uh-huh. A child. Uh Uh-huh. The party called was a Mr. Louie... Never mind. Thanks a lot. Goodbye. I think I'll go out and play. Stay here, you. A snooks. Yes, Daddy. Why were you running out in such a hurry? I thought you said goodbye to me. I said goodbye to the manager of a telephone company. 
Oh, is he gone someplace? No. He has a dreary job that keeps him in his office all the time. Why? He has to check long-distance telephone calls. Oh, dreary, ain't it? Very. <laughs> oh, uh, Snooks, have you any idea how much a call to New York costs? No. I see. Of course, you wouldn't dream of making a telephone call to New York. Wouldn't I? <laughs> Would you? Would it make somebody mad? It certainly would. I wouldn't dream of a dad. That's what I thought. Snooks, look at me. All right. <laughs> now, what are you yelling about? You got that strange look on your face. That's very strange. You haven't done anything that I should spank you, have you? I didn't call up Uncle Louie. I didn't say you did. But you're going to say it. What makes you think so? Because, huh? If you have no guilty knowledge, what prompted you to remark that you didn't call up Uncle Louie? I said the wrong thing, huh? It would appear so. As a matter of fact, somebody did call Uncle Louie in New York. And the telephone company has charged me for the call. Now, who did it? Uh, could it be the cook? No, it couldn't be the cook. Why? Because the day off, that was her day off. No, couldn't be the cook. No, and it couldn't have been Mummy because she was staying at Grandma's. How about... Gopespierre can't even talk. <laughs> if that's what you're thinking. That's what I was thinking. And I know I didn't make the call, so it leaves only one person in this household. The border. We haven't got any borders. Oh, let's take in some borders, Daddy. Snooks, I've eliminated everybody except you. Can I have some, too? Somewhat. <laughs> Some lemonade. I said eliminated, not lemonade. Now, in the face of this overwhelming evidence, could it be possible that you'll deny you made the call? Could that be? Could be. Very well. And I'll tell you this. I just had the call checked, and the charge operator said it was made by a little girl. All right, I'll give you the nickel. Nickel? That call cost $12. I didn't do it. Oh, you didn't, eh? But you were just willing to pay a nickel for it. A woman's got a right to change her mind, ain't she? Now, Snooks, I'm warning you. You'd better make a clean breast of this whole thing. Now, tell me everything. All right. Did you know how little pussy cat had six kittens today? What about it? I didn't even know she was married. That's entirely <laughs> irrelevant. Now, I want a full confession. I want the truth. All right, Daddy. Who made the call? The cat stomach. Cat. She wanted to tell her husband that she Oh, I told you I want the truth. Why did you make that call? I didn't want to do it. But they made me. Who made you? The four Indians. What four Indians? What'd you say, Dad? You said four Indians made you call Uncle Louie. Well, is that all? Ain't it enough? No, it ain't. I refuse to believe any story about Indians. Well, will you believe it about cowboys? No. G-men? I won't listen to any of that ridiculous nonsense. You made a call to New York that cost $12. Now, why did you do it? And remember, I want the truth. All right. Well? A dragon walked in and scared me, so I called Uncle Louis. Oh, a dragon, eh? Yeah. I see. And what did this dragon walk in for? I think he was a census taker. <laughs> All right, Snooks, I've had enough of this. Me too. Now, you stay here. 
I've listened to your fantastic stories long enough. And now I want the truth. Comprehend? Copperhead. I want you to tell me exactly what happened when you called Uncle Louis in New York. Oh. Go ahead. All right. I found his number in your little black book. My little black book? Who's Fifi, Daddy? Never mind that. <laughs> you little snoop. Now go on with your story. Well, I called the number and then I waited. Yes. Then Uncle Louis said, hello. Go on. Then I said, hello, and he said, who's this? Continue. Then I said, this is a kind of pot of gold program. You win a thousand dollars. Good heavens. And well, well, what did he do? I think he fainted. He did? Huh. I, I see. Uh, then what uh, happened? I waited a few minutes to see if he was still alive. Yeah. And I said, April Fool, I'm hung up. <laughs> and he never knew it was you? No. <laughs> I wish I could have seen his face. <laughs> I bet he's still waiting for the money. <laughs> Ain't you going to thank me? <laughs> I know, Snooks. It's worth $12 to see that tight one. Get it in the neck. Here's a dime. Go out and play. <laughs> <laughs> 